Welcome to Beats, Rhymes and Debate. Today we're going to jump into the Donda album by Kanye West, and I'm joined by three other great panelists today. Uh, my name's Jordan. Hi, my name is Lexi. I go by the name I, Judah. Yo, my name's Kay. Cool. We're going to start off with everyone um, outlining what they rate the album out of five. I'll go first. So um, I rate the album a two out of five. Two out of five, bro. Yeah, yeah, that. man. It, it was a, it, it was Crazy. a difficult, it was a difficult listen, oh, man. Wow. It was a difficult <laughs> listen, and it wasn't really enjoyable. Like out of twenty-seven songs, I think I probably like three at the most. Ooh. Wow, you know, wow. and um, it's a thing where the album, from start to finish, like it sounds just like one very 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 long song you know what i mean and it's mm. very difficult to distinguish one song from the next and i think that's my biggest trouble with it because when you kind of look at previous Kanye west's projects every song was a moment within itself mm-hmm. and it was just difficult finding that mm. on this project here you know but i guess we can Jump into that more a little later. Yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to talk about that. <laughs> we're going to talk about that, yeah? yeah. Trust yeah, me. We really are. Um, I actually rate the album, I mean, if we're doing points, I rate the album a 2.5. I liked a little bit more than three songs. I yeah. give it about five max. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I actually feel the same as you. I really did feel like it kind of strung along like one huge song it was a lot of songs i felt that there were i know there were some songs that were part twos as well which i didn't feel like like the joe part one i was really not liking i like joe part two um and i just felt like some tracks could have either have been taken off or either just have combined or, or something altogether. and i don't know like i also didn't feel like especially it got better towards the latter half for me personally, but especially in the beginning, like it really did. It take it took a moment for me to kind of understand really what the concept was. I don't. I didn't feel like I was taken on an actual journey where I actually gained something from it, rather than just listening to somebody come up with an album with twenty seven songs. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that's how I feel. Okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, let me take a sip for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a six out of five. Right. Wow. I'll strong. give it a six out of five. That's I'll strong. be honest. I'll be That's honest, strong. yeah. I'm going to tell you why I give it six out of five. <laughs> this man is a powerful entity in himself. He has a big, big, big audience. Mm-hmm. He, he He's very influential. Everybody looks at what he does, what he wears, what he dresses. He's got the biggest company with Yeezy. He's just so influential. So for him to say to himself, I'm going to call the album Donda after my mother and I'm going to make the narrative of this album be positive. I'm going to make the narrative of this album be um, somewhat gospel and show my journey and my, my, my beliefs and my faith and how things have transitioned from where I was to where I am now and how people can change to be like that also. I think that is a powerful thing in itself. And in a narrative where we're living today where everything is negative and everything is degrading to women and glorifying guns, drugs, money and sex... I think that it's a bit of a breath of fresh air. You get what I'm saying? To have somebody own an album which is only positive. There was no swearing on the album. Everything was just positive. I couldn't say nothing negative about any song. 
okay, do we like every song that I heard? Did I like every song that I heard? Did I enjoy every song I heard? No. Every song wasn't enjoyable. I wouldn't click every song again and repeat it. But the message in every song was positive. So with that being said, a positive piece of work can only get more than a five for me because there's no negative effect other than whether you preferentially like the sound of the songs or not. You feel me? So that's where I am with that album. That's just a little bit of how I feel. Okay, right? cool. <laughs> I, I, that's an interesting point. I guess you can dive into that a little bit more yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, not, not so far in compared uh, <laughs> to, to Jude, but I give the album uh, a four, a four out of five. For me, the reason why I do that is because, I mean, following on from what, what Jude said, I think Kanye West, is he's, he's an icon, which, yeah. you know, we would always talk about him and his art from now to forever. So, but what I really loved about the album is there is so much evidence of work on this album, right? Which, again, for somebody who is at the level that he's at, to put that much work into an album, to have sleepless nights, to have all of these things that he put together to create this album and to have such intentionality about it has to be no swearing, it has to have this energy of the music and actually to see how he brought on a lot of younger artists and challenged them to show a version of themselves that's very different to what they put on their own project. I agree. Right? Do their best verses, yeah. And not even just best verses, verses that actually added positive energy to the album as a whole and actually challenged some of these artists to go deeper in their own vulnerable place. I never heard, I never even knew Five Year Foreign talking about why he was in jail, you know, like... The fans wrote to him and how that made him feel about himself. You know, that's size of five year four and I've never heard before. You know, so and even just in terms of the um even though yes, the album was too many songs, but I feel like every song for me mm-hmm. had a purpose besides the song maybe with um uh, what's the guy that pop smoke? I, I didn't really see. I, I kind of get that, but to me, it didn't add anything to the album. But outside of that, I think every other song on the album, I feel like there was a consciousness as to why he put that there. It might maybe have made the album elongated. I think he could have cut out a couple of other songs. And he should have put the song with Andre on there, but you know, can't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think what's interesting is um, what you were saying, Jude, about um, how. The concept itself makes it in the ballpark of being a great album, right? But I think where I kind of fall, sh- where I fall short with that is the execution. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of albums conceptually are great, mm-hmm. but then what really kind of brings it to the forefront of being great art is how the artists themselves are able to deliver bring all the components together mm. and i think he i think he really struggled with that mm. if i'm to be if i'm to, if I'm to be mm. fully honest because um from what i kind of get conceptually like this sounded like i was at a funeral mm. and then when you kind of when you kind of tie that in to the fact that it's dedicated to his mother that passed away mm. and then the album cover up which is black alongside them going to all these um all these functions like the gala dressed in black as well i think um that was a sound that he was really wanting to um encapsulate and put across true but it's a thing where there wasn't enough variation in the album to Mm -hmm. really hold my attention you know because you could have that album playing in the 
in the background and think that just one song was on loop. I'm not saying that to take the piss. But mm, I don't think it's that bad. No, no way. Well, believe what I say. So believe what I say. <laughs> the song, the, the, the Lauren Hill sample on that song, on that album, sounds like no other song on that album. But believe what I say. I know, but that, but that's the song that will wake that, and that's a good point like, because in listening, that's the thing, right? So when I'm listening to the album, it's like I'm listening to it. I'm just like in a passive state, and then Lo- the Lauren Hill, the song of the Lauren Hill sample comes, and then I kind of come back alive again. You know, because it breaks the album up. I get it. But I get but, it. but but before that song, you already had like fifteen songs that I'd already played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think there's a sonic consistency, which I think there could be a conflation that the sonic consistency makes the monotonous listen. Because I think there is a sonic consistency in terms of the types of sound, the fact mm-hmm. that he uses choir synthesization on most of the songs, and the fact that the kind of like Mike Dean is is a genius that he that you know that works with him on a lot of creation and that's one thing I think makes Kanye West albums so coherent most of the time when he does yeah. them well is the fact that there is a sonic consistency. Some of his best work, like My Beautiful Dog Twisted Fantasy, has a sonic consistency to it, which I think is what he tried to recreate with this, where all the artists came together, they were in a the studio, they built the songs around the sounds that they wanted to create. And that's what I think this album successfully did. Yes, there are some songs that maybe felt like they didn't need to be after another song because there's a similar energy to, to what mm-hmm. they were. But I think to say that they all sound like one song on loop is a bit It It, it was crowded, though. It was a crowded project. Like, it just kind of felt like, you know, when you just come out with something, when you have a, something that's completed, and just because it's completed, you just want to kind of cram it on to, to your, your finished product. And that's kind of what it did feel like to me. And even, especially in the beginning, when it came to actually listening to the album, I actually didn't feel like I was actually hearing Kanye. Like, I didn't feel like yeah. I was hearing him as an artist. Like, even though, yes, the, the album is dedicated to his mom's and... Um, it obviously touches a lot on his faith and, you know, coming to God. But I actually kind of just felt like, and I know he did, but it just kind of felt like those, like, selling points. But really, when it actually came to listening to it, I didn't feel connected to really to knowing about his mom. I didn't really feel like he really expressed or articulated the message of his faith well and, and how, how you know, God has moved him. Not in this, not so much in this album because I went back to some other songs with Kanye where he has talked about his faith or he's talked about his mom and I felt more from those songs back then I think it was Hey Mama from Late Registration and Jesus Walks like even those songs like you know they touched on like I said his faith and they touched on his mama but and from those songs back then I felt more connected I I felt like I heard Kanye there whereas in this album in some songs I just even the futures, I felt like they was getting they were getting drowned out by the by the music, by the production and stuff. And it. yeah, it, it just it just kind of was run through. And that, that was my only kind of criticism to the album with regards to the conflict with regards to the message and the sound that he wanted to promote on the album. So the sound was very kind of dark. It was kind of synthy, it was dark. And if you are trying to uplift with the message that I do hear in it, it should have maybe had a different kind of energy attached mm-hmm. to the songs that you were trying to come ac- you get me show yeah. across so with that being said sonically yeah and frequency wise it was a bit dark so it was mm-hmm. conflicting to what do you really what what is the message really kanye you feel mm-hmm. what i'm saying even though i gave it a six and i believe that with the message on a whole what it gives is beautiful and it's positive but that conflict there 
is the big question for me. Yeah, I mean, I hear that. I don't agree because I feel like there's songs on the album where, you know, for example, Come to Life, you know, that song is so emotively positive and beautiful. The lyrics on there, you know, it's like he's being honest and open, talking about his relationship, but also sonically and musically, it's like the song is taking you to heaven, mm. like listening to that song, you know? And then you hear songs like, you know, uh, Jesus is Lord, the storytelling on that. That's like some of Kanye's best storytelling. That's my favorite song on that. But then... It saved it. It's like... <laughs> but then it's like you look at... Because what we have to realize is Kanye West is not a rapper. He's an artist, right? Mm. College Dropout, he his debut, he, he his debut album had so many features that you can mm. count so many songs where he wasn't on it, mm. you know? So it's like, you expecting any different on his 10th album, to me, it's like, are you invested in Kanye West? Do you know what he's about? Because he's not somebody that's going to run a whole song by himself for 10 songs straight. But can I challenge mm. you on that, though? Yeah. It's a thing where, on previous albums where he's been um, on tracks with other people, it's a thing where Kanye West like still had a presence on the track. Mm-hmm. It felt that he was lost in the tr- in throughout the album, like there's a f- it it, I, it was a struggle, really kind of like defining what Kanye West's narrative was. The production, it's a production issue. I believe it's a production issue because the sound makes you tap in or tap out mm. to yeah. a lot of mm. songs. Mm. So with that being said, when you hear a sound that isn't really familiar to your soul or your spirit or uplifting to your spirit or makes it want to dance or move in a certain way, you kind of switch off and it kind of gives you a kind of negative play on that particular song. And there were quite a lot of songs that had that kind of sound that could, if you're not invested in Kanye, to want to listen to him and find out to kind of relate to it more aside from that, then mm. you're kind of kind of overlook it. You feel mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So with what you said, I think it is a lot to play with the production. And also another thing I wanted to say um, around that is one thing I also give him so much credit for is Kanye West is always innovative sound-wise. And there's some, like, there's so many formulas that have already been used in hip-hop that's probably trendier now. And this album doesn't really have any, maybe besides one song where there's like a drill sound and switch up yeah, yeah. on Off The Grid. But besides that, sonically, everything he's on this album is different to everything else that's out there. Yeah. And, and to me, that's again highlighting how like genius and innovative he is in terms of how he pushes pushes the envelope in terms of production-wise, how he pushes the, the envelope sonically, like what he did with 808s and Heartbreaks. There's things similar to that, like the the... Like songs like Moon, you know, with um, Cuddy. It's so sonically beautiful. He's singing. Anybody, I feel like he's singing voices. He's worked on that. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. like he's giving us things to show that he's actually serious about this work. But that's yeah. the thing. I felt that the pro- I, I, didn't, I didn't get chills, though, listening to, to this production. For it to have, for it to be that kind of touch on that spiritual mm. aspect and, you know, to, to help somebody transcend to that level. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go there just based off of his... Um, beats the, the the production that he had sonically. I, I didn't feel that at Fair all. And, and you said something. Yeah, he is an artist. Kanye is an artist, right? But again, I, I don't feel like his presence as an artist was really profound in this. Like, I've heard him come out with other songs, even even with the lyrics and stuff, I feel like the lyrics on this album was a lot, was very easy and very kind of, kind of cliche. And, you know, I, I felt like there was some songs like, yes, Jesus is Lord and moon. I did like that. And come to life. Those were, did, they did have good substance, but other than that, no, most of the, uh, the other 
20, 28 songs just kind of the songs seemed like unfinished it felt like there was more to actually come to them which is why like when it comes to Kanye West like it is undeniable that the guy is a living genius mm. right not just in terms of what he's done in music but mm. also what he's done in fashion like th- the guy is just absolutely next level and creatively he's a revolutionary mm. but i do think that because um Kanye West is surrounded by this bubble of being a genius mm. i think at times people forced to see the force themselves to see the genius in his work, even though it may not actually be there. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I remember there was um, there was a skit on the life of Pablo, mm. um, and it's Kanye West like saying how Love, he loves himself, yeah, right. right? And then you have people like debating for hours on end why that song is so genius, and I'm like, but but it is though. that's what that's what that's what i mean though because if we look at this album in isolation and remove kanye west from it and then remove also the narrative of his mother passing away alongside the long stadium rollout that he had building up to this album would we still look at the album in the exact same way or Mm. is it only within that context do we look at it as this grand piece of art that we don't get yet but we'll get in the next five to ten years. I mean, you can't, this will not age well. Pardon? This album will not age well. I 100% agree. I, no, I, I disagree personally. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think, believe what I say, that song, by, that's one of the best flipped Lauren Hill samples you ever, ever see. And for ten years from now, that bass line, that music would always live on. That, that song in particular, I think you is like a song. The, you like the song that much? Just the creative use of lauren tell me another sample that's used lauren hill that says that's as good as that or even better i actually prefer drake's nice for what sample i thought i but the thing is though is that like even though i said that um that that song in particular broke the album up for me i still felt listening to it and also how I feel now that it was a lazy use of a Lauren Hill sample. It was. I felt like that too. <laughs> I felt like it, it just felt like they just got like they cut a piece of the song and then just put it on loop. But the music that's surrounding it, the baseline, the live presentation of that. Like in terms of like general consensus, yeah. Most people believe listening to that, yeah, were so blown away by the use of Lauren sample in that manner though really yeah okay. generally but again that, that that's a fair point to make yeah but personally i mean i i don't see it in that manner but you know I, i'm open to to hear other mm. people's ideas because i think one thing Kanye west does is not think about the right now and that's why i believe most of his music most Kanye west music ages well i mean even the rollouts he did before my bu- black my beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah. still bang today and he just released them every week yeah good fridays you know what i mean like he doesn't do things for right now so that's why i think Kanye is not the artist that puts out drake on the other hand you ain't gonna ever hear none of his stuff next year like this clb or whatever yeah, his, his music is season whereas Kanye west i think he has the vision of trying to just create stuff that's not 
like in the time in terms of like sonically fitting into what seems cool. That's why yeah. to me, there's not like a, a standout single on this album because there he didn't create yeah. it with that purpose in mind. That, oh, this needs to be on the radio now because this is what's cool and this was trendy. This is what's sounding right. Yeah, he just creates. Purpose. There was a bigger purpose for this album. Absolutely. 100%. He didn't make it with, with obviously sales are always in mind and stuff right. like that, but this was a much more personal album. It was right. much more thought through to what he wants to get out to the nation you feel what i'm saying right. rather than let me make sure that it's got that hit on it or it's got right. that hit on it right you yeah what i'm saying because it hasn't got nothing really that we're going to play as a single right mm-hmm. but it's going to have things that reach out to everyone individually subjectively yeah. to what yeah. your sound is you feel me so and know. i don't i don't think it's a flawless album you know no way. i gave it a four for a reason too because i don't think it's his best work i do feel like in the last four or five Kanye rollouts, this is one of the most consistent ones. I think, you know, the life of Pablo, to me, felt quite haphazard. Mm-hmm. You know, there maybe mm-hmm. are some really strong bangers on, on, this, on the album, but in terms of the consistency of the album, thematically, I couldn't tell you what the life of Pablo really was about thematically, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Donda, I think there's a concise effort to thematically create a piece of immortalization of his mother mm-hmm. while also showing the, the the maturity of his kind of uh spiritual journey Growth, you know yeah. while bringing other people to that party as well and i feel like that attempt and somewhat the the execution if not if not to perfection to me still was enough to to create a body of work that is listenable and enjoyable for me as well while listening to it okay so where would you um rank this album then relative to the previous project that he's done before it? I would say probably I mean if I'm trying to put all Kanye West albums in some sort of order I think you know uh, Color Dropout, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy uh, Late Registration um, uh, and probably 808s okay. and then Graduation. I, I'll probably say between after graduation is Jesus or this one. Okay. Um, and then everything else falls after that. Got so Jesus or um, or Donda. They can flip places. Got you, got so it's you, like got fifth you, or sixth, you. I think. Uh, and I extend that that question mm-hmm. out to the two of you as well. Where would you hold this relative to the other albums that falls in his catalog? I'll say about fifth. I'll say about fifth. I'll say about fifth, fifth, seriously. I can't remember them, namely, like how he does to break mm. it down like that. Yeah. But I would say fifth in the ranking of what I prefer of his work, yeah. I'll put in that kind of rank. It, it doesn't come up for me. And the reason why, like, I'm not going to consider this, I'm, I don't consider this work to be a good piece of work from Kanye. And actually, going back to what you said earlier, Drew, about the whole, there's like, he didn't make this and stuff for for public, not public consumption, for like, but for radio and for hits and singles mm. and stuff. I actually saw some some singles from that, from the album. Like, I actually kind of felt like that he actually was trying to kind of bridge that, you know, I'll rap about my faith so I could kind of break the radio and like play it. It could be played as well in, you know, big settings or big environments or something like that. I actually kind of felt like that's where he yeah. was going. Yeah, in my, in my opinion, because I felt like that with... Um, jail, the first one, actually the second one too. I felt like that with jail. I felt like that with um, hurricane had that feel to me. But if you think of radio, and you think of what we listen now. You're exactly. Not guess who's going to jail? Exactly. You're That's, not going to jail. Yeah. True. You're, time true time. you're not. You're, you're not. But at the same time, it, again, it still it, it felt very. 
it was flat. It was still flat, and I still felt like it didn't it didn't really touch on anything really in depth to yeah, me, yeah. Pers- on a on a personal level. Yeah, I, I mm. think overall this project just seemed really forced. Mm. I think that it wasn't something which came across as organic as his other projects. Like even listening to Jay Z's feature, it was like he didn't want to be there. You know, mm. I don't know. <laughs> that was that was that was a that was a lazy ass verse, man. But it's true. I don't know. I, I think again, it's, it's, it's down to how people perceive things. Yeah, yeah. Because of I feel like, to me, that Jay Z verse on there was, if anything, it was like a a culmination moment of all the 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 last couple of years of the the kind of turmoil that's been between them. The fact that even he mentioned that in there, you know, it's like telling stuff all the red cap going home. Like, I feel like everything about that verse and the fact that, I mean, Jay-Z is the status that he's in right now as an artist. Most of his features sound lazy because he doesn't do what he did when he was in his yeah, prime. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. rarely ever does that. You know, only if he's maybe on a song with Jay Electronica, which is different because that's a rapper, you yeah. know, and everybody like, look at Jay Electronica as one of the best MCs. So that's why I think the Jay Electronica album, the Jay-Z's verses on there were another level because there was this sort of like, oh, you're not going to step on me. But with Kanye, he knows that Kanye's not a rapper, you know, so it's like, it's a different energy. That's kind of what I take it's, it's, from It's more so trying to make the song sound good rather right. than exactly. him trying to like impose himself on mm-hmm. the artist that he's exactly. going to the with. Exactly. Okay, I get that. But again, still, it's a thing where it's like he's brought in all these elements again together, right? And there's just no voice that stands out. Mm. Like everything, like like before, right? When he brings on certain like artists, artists on the project, right? Like the he uses the artists almost as if they're an instrument, mm. right? So like. He's all he's collaborated with like Consequence, mm-hmm. um, Pusha T, um, Jay Z, obviously, mm-hmm. like Nicki Minaj. Like thinking back to like Dark Twisted Fantasy and that moment that Nicki Minaj had on uh, Monster. Monster, that is legendary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, like that completely stole. That, that's one of the main highlights of the album. No, it's not. But it's one of the. But it's, it's, but it's, <laughs> but it's, but it's, 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 it's a moment. Yeah, it's a great moment. It's a moment it's where, where, where it's where you stand still and yeah, you're like, wait, you know, moment. this is dope. This album just didn't have that. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't. Okay, so you see with this album as well, why I give it such a high rating. I stayed up till five a.m. watching the visuals. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So I was sucked in. Oh, you got lost you in the source. Like, <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you want to call it, but I just appreciate the art. I appreciate the art of it. I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the right. location. I appreciate what he done. I appreciate every aspect and thing that he played during this album you feel me so to see the visuals prior to the build-up of the album and not knowing when it's going to come out and i'm thinking shit has it dropped yet <laughs> he done he was the marketable genius in mm, regards to that so maybe that has impacted how i feel about the album because i've gone the whole journey with him on this album you feel me so mm. that does have a extra point and a half to give <laughs> on top of what i li- physically listen to the album and think you feel me? Because those visuals, wicked. His concept, his artistry, the, the the just the whole. It was mad. It was mad. He just had you thinking. What are you 
tried to tell me, Kanye? Mm-hmm. Does that even make sense, bro? Like, there was so many things that had me thinking that mm. that, to me, is great art. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get me? Art should disturb the comfortable. Absolutely. And you mm-hmm. get me? Make them feel like, I need to understand this. Mm. I, I, I think... Sorry, are you going to say Yeah, something? I was going to say one thing that I would not... I would, fail, I would not fail to touch on is the fact that there was controversy around the inclusion of um, uh, uh, Baby, what's that guy's name? Oh, the Baby. The Baby. Yeah. And, and mm. you know, Marilyn Manson on, on, on the album, especially after, obviously, comments that he made. And I felt like, you know, there's been debates about that. And I feel like, in my opinion, that's one thing I really love about Kanye West, on one hand, you know, um, because he uses his art as a redemption opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's done so many things in our kind of popular society where he's had the opportunity to use art as an opportunity to share his own version of that, whether there's remorse or not. And I feel like maybe that's what he presented for the baby mm-hmm. to come on, on a song which is jail, which I think thematically makes so much sense. Because right. everybody was canceling him. So right. this is an opportunity in the court of public to opinion. talk about yeah. you've been jailed. What's your perception of how you want the world to hear and see that? Mm-hmm. He didn't take that that baton anyway. He went on a different route with that, but at the end of the day, that's what I feel like the the the, the kind of the olive branch was. It's like, you know, this is a song. It's about people, whatever you want to interpret it as. But the concept is jail, so that's a perfect opportunity to come out and redeem yourself or yeah. speak about your own narrative as opposed to people just canceling you and not hearing from you. You know, yeah. and and I think he shared a little bit of an insight about where the baby is, which. Again, as art goes, that's honest. Whether we agree that he was not completely remorseful, that's a separate part. But the fact that he talked about, you know, you're trying to take food off the table for my daughter, all of this stuff. I was raised by crackheads, all of that. Like, he had an opportunity to talk about mm-hmm. that. And mm. I think that's that's healthy discourse. Facts. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I don't think um, I don't think that takes away from the album at all. But at the same time, I think we look at it through those lens because it's Kanye West. yeah. So I think we kind of give Kanye West that rope as far as he's this creative genius and he has these inner dimensions within these inner dimensions. (laughs) 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 Uh, He earned that. No, no, I completely completely agree with that. But I feel that we give him that kind of scope, whereas when it comes to other artists, if it doesn't slap, but they're not for geniuses. The for, 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 for. Yeah, well, that's their fault. They haven't yeah. created that around them for us to yeah. accept it. He's created a thing that makes us be like, whoa, okay, Kanye, you can get away with it. But I, I think in that case, then, mm. it's kind of difficult to really judge his work fairly, especially when he has the potential to create something which is that cluster, which, in my opinion, this album falls into. Fair you enough. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he's I created that cluster work before he has, and he's created that. rushed work. All the the series of like seven song albums that he put out, you know, definitely felt and sounded rushed. A lot of them. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I liked some songs out of some of them, but the, this didn't sound anything like rushed. Yeah, you know, yeah. I felt like there was there was concerted effort. There was time. There was a lot of presence in that. I don't think mm. it's his best piece of work though. I still think as rankings go, he's like fifth or sixth album, but. I just feel as a Kanye fan, in the last four or five drops, this is one of the few I've been quite excited to listen to, like consistently. Hmm. Did you think this album was better than Jesus? Mm, I listened to it. I would listen to this more than Jesus. Really? Personally, mm. like now knowing what this is and what mm. the narrative and where mm. he's come from from mm-hmm. Jesus, this kind of relates more to me as a person and where I'm going. 
to what I would listen to and use as yeah, yeah. The reason why I only I only ask that because the album is really polarizing. Some people yeah. really love it mm-hmm. and some, some people, people really hate it. Right. For myself, that's probably the album that I listen to the most from Kanye West. Wow. Not the one that mm. I feel like is his best, but is the one that I feel most I find that album most enjoyable. Mm. Um but when it comes to comparing Donda, this is the album which I'll say um, that this album kind of matches the most, mm. um, sonically wise, mm. because it's really piercing. Mm. It really pierces through the the speakers. Mm. But I think the difference between Jesus and Donda is that Jesus brings you more on the musical journey. And it's shorter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think if you were to condense Thunder into its like to its best tracks, I think we're having a completely different conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think the fact that there's so much filler in it, um, yeah, that's a healthy point. I get you know, that. I, I don't that. feel like for him to have named it Donda as well. I think maybe I came into this album with high expectations, you know, of it being named after his mom, and then knowing that as well, he was going to touch on his faith and his journey, you know, through the gospel, and yeah, I think maybe probably taking that with Donda, I, I just don't feel like he really gave the message or articulated what he really wanted to convey, whether if it was about his mom, whether if it was about, you know, his journey through his faith. I still don't feel like there was some there were some songs, but I still don't feel like for a complete project of 27 songs, he conveyed that in the best way possible. But what did you... Uh, I know we probably not have too much time, but what did you want to hear with the album that was named his mom? What what was like? Do you want every um, song was, to be like, was, "Mom, I miss I'll, you, I no, miss you I'll, tomorrow, no, mom"? No, no, you it's not. Tomorrow, no, mom? no, it's not. It's not that. But just just <laughs> anything. There was nothing. I'm not sure. There was nothing sentimental really in this album. We like, heard a heart, voice. We was, heard a voice. Yeah. That, besides that, though, besides Donda, besides the 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 times when they were speaking, I think that he inserted some like speeches and stuff from people in there. Besides those little moments. Other than that, I didn't feel even with the lyrics when he was rapping, there was nothing sentimental. It was that, like if I died really today, would I see my mom tomorrow? And Jesus Lord, he mentioned that a couple of times, you know, say you were the life for the party. Like even his voice, cadence, you can hear the pain in that. Yeah. Like he was like, you know, mom, you were the life for the party. You know, and like like I don't know what else we expected to hear. You know, it's again, like, I think maybe if some of those I think probably at least ten of those songs was probably taken away then. So so I could actually so we can have dived into that and had the heart of that album mm. but i think whereas the fillers came in and everything in the beginning it just Did you, i lost it i lost the concept i lost the sentimental right, value right, do you know what i'm saying like right, it yeah. felt watered down so by the time i did hear by the time i did hear donda's voice by the time he is like yeah you were the life of the party it's like okay cool but i've already listened to like 16 songs it feels like by now to even get to this point so yeah now i am singing by the time jesus lord has came on that was actually the first song and only song that made me sing out loud was Jesus is Lord. And I did, and I hate that I actually felt like that because I, I adore Kanye and I really admire his work. But nothing nothing in that album brought I felt like brought me out of myself. It didn't I didn't feel like anything in the album, you know, made me aware. It made it didn't make me any more aware about how he feels about his mom. It didn't make me any more kind of I didn't learn anything different about his faith, about his journey with his faith or about his mother or anything like that so So that's why i feel about it you see i don't like i guess we can end with this um like i think that this album as sentimental as it was 
um, to Kanye West, like to your point about what is it that we expected, if you're doing a stadium rollout for your album, right, people are expecting the creme de la creme. Like if he did this rollout and we got Dark Twisted Fantasy, I don't think there's any complaints, right? But I think the fact that <laughs> <laughs> he did the rollout and we got this, I think people have a right um, to feel somewhat <laughs> mm-hmm. disappointed if, mm-hmm. if, if that was the level that they were expecting. Yeah, but I do think just to just finally come on that point is whatever Kanye West drops, when Kanye West dropped My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, there were people that sounded like that too. Yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, no matter what Kanye West drops, if it's a rollout or he just put it out in his bedroom the next day, people are going to have their own polarizing opinions about Kanye right. West music. Because a lot of people today think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was a rubbish album. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we can um, end it there. Sure. But before we do... Has anyone changed their position from from um, from the beginning? <laughs> I've gained greater insight around yeah. the perspectives of both of you around not liking it. Yeah, and, and why you think that? Because I think that's healthy points. I think they make sense for me, just emotionally and my investment to the sound and, and to what it was that he was connecting to. I still stand on that four out of five, um, but you know, Judah still six out of five. Boy, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of talk been talking. I I think you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna be real. I have to take it down to a four. <laughs> okay, cool. no, I have to. I have to. I have to take it down to a four because for one, perfection is hard to reach, and for two, there's always room for improvement. Mm. And obviously, debating with everyone who have been debating me has given me different perspectives and things to think about more than just a gas of, you know what, it's a positive album, yeah. you done this, it was a sick visuals. Relax, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you see me? It's a four out of five for me. You know, yeah. I'll take that, I'll take that. I think me and Lex, we did our job well with that. <laughs> <laughs> I sit next to her again. <laughs> You're not up in yours now? Sticking to two? No, I'll, I'll stick to two. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick to my two, 2.5. But I will say I'm a little bit more lenient. You know, I feel like, you know, listening to y'all really talk about kind of like, well, what do you expect him to do with this album? Made me feel like, okay, I mean, no, I guess you're not going to post up pictures of how, tell, tell us how your mom held your hand. <laughs> but, um, you know, still, I, I still just don't feel like it. I, I didn't feel touched. I didn't get chills. I, I, and I love Kanye's work, so I, I felt that before. I didn't, I didn't hear a journey. I didn't hear a story. So I still have to stick with my 2.5. Cool. cool. This is 10th album. Just, just saying, 10th album. Who has ever been that consistent? Yeah, and the 10th album. You, know, you like named you it Drake. after your mom, and you, and you've made a proud project. Drake don't got 10. You made a Drake. Drake's got 10. You got 10. Drake. Was there, was there, just, just out of curiosity, was there any women on this project? Yeah. Was there? There's a uh, off. Um, yeah, there uh, okay, okay, number two. There's a yeah. woman. Salina Johnson's voice is on Donna. Mm-hmm. The original. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the singing. I mean, the the first track. But yeah, there's like two women's voices. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, J King got ten. He's ten years. He's been in the game. I'm getting oh, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, it's ten yeah. years, not ten albums. Yeah, well, let's yeah. um, let's let's leave it there then. Let's drop the ball on that one. I think um, right. that was a really good um conversation. That was great. Um, yeah. you know, thanks everyone for coming. Um. So, yeah, um, I'm your host, Jordan. Lexi. And I, Judah. And Kay. Cool, and we'll see you again next time.
Peace. 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 That was good, guys. Peace. Oh.